Hi there, my name is Allie Morgan, and I'm a tea-obsessed, dad-joke-telling, artist and encourager on a mission to help women live more creative and intentional lives. My philosophy is pretty simple. I believe that when we seek out the things that truly inspire us, we can't help but be nourished in amazing ways. And when we share our passion and our stories with the world, we help inspire the next woman to do the same. And that, my friend, is the heart and soul of Seek and Be. To seek inspiration and be inspiration. I'll grab my tea, you grab your favorite beverage. Let's get cozy and have some heartfelt conversations. Welcome to the Seek and Be podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Hey friends, I'm so excited to have you here for today's show. If you have been curious at all about meditation or you want to know more about tapping into your intuition, today's show is going to be a great one for you. I'm sitting down with Lauren Frontiera, who is an intuitive coach, and our conversation today is jam-packed with wisdom inspiration, and practical tips, not only for bringing more meditation into your life, but also the very real and very powerful ways that tapping into your intuition can change your life. And we'll dive into that in just a minute, but you know me. I can't start without telling you about my tea today. And I'm a little extra excited about this one because we're experiencing a little bit of a heat wave here in Portland this week. So I made a batch of my go-to sun tea, but today I also added a couple of bags of decaf Earl Grey and oh man, it is so delicious. So I'll share everything in the show notes. So if you want to try this yummy combination for yourself, you'll have everything that you need. I'll also be sharing an exclusive resource I created um, inspired by my conversation with Lauren today. And of course, you'll always have all the information you need about the show. Um, so I'll include that at the end of the show. Also, just a quick note slash funny story. So just before I began recording this episode with Lauren, as in like literally maybe three or four minutes before the yard work team for our apartment complex came in full force and started using every noisy machine you can think of. So <laughs> I packed everything up. I made a beeline for my closet and recorded from there, surrounded by laundry and all the other random stuff that ends up in your closet. So it had absolutely no effect on our conversation. That was so perfect and amazing and incredibly inspiring, but the audio on my end is a little bit soft, so I apologize about that. Okay, I don't want to keep you waiting on this goodness any longer. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to dive in. Let's start talking with Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hello, Allie. How are you? I am so excited to be here with you. I am so excited to have <laughs> you here. And I can't wait to talk because 
I mean, we can talk about all the things, Mm. but I am especially excited to talk about all the things that you're passionate about. Mm. I'm excited to share and talk with you. (laughs) I thought the best way to kick off this episode to honor your work and your passion and just to tie it into all the things that I'm passionate about. I'm hoping that you could lead us in a little meditation just to give us a moment to pause and kind of check in that anyone can do anywhere, no matter what we're doing and open our hearts and our minds to whatever wisdom you have to share today. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, I would love to. Um, Yeah. So it'll be a short, just several minute meditation. Um, And before we dive in, this meditation is an invitation. I will guide you through um, really opening and tapping into your heart space. And a lot of my work, as you know, centers around connecting with your intuition and your heart space is the portal for that connection. So we'll tap in and um, create space to just tune into your own inner wisdom and knowing um, so yeah, shall we do this thing? Yes, that sounds absolutely perfect. Beautiful. So for everyone listening, I want to invite you to just get cozy. And if you are able to close your eyes right now, go ahead and slowly close your eyes and take a long, slow, deep breath with an inhale and an exhale. And begin to notice your breath. Noticing each and every inhale and exhale. Noticing how your breath feels in your body. And noticing how your body feels as you slow down and notice your breath. And taking a really long, slow, gentle inhale through your nose. And an exhale, letting it all go. Feel your shoulders drop and relax. Feeling your body slow down even more and relax. And with another gentle breath in through your nose, feel your heart space open. Activating this powerful space within you. And as you tune into your heart space, you notice a bright light illuminating your heart space. One of the brightest, most beautiful lights you have ever seen. And as you notice the light, You notice its warmth. If your heart could whisper, 
what would it what would it say to you right now And with another breath in through your nose, gently bring your awareness back to your breath. And with your next breath, slowly open your eyes and come back into your space. That was beautiful. Mm. And I just have to share with everybody listening I want to tell you about one of the most powerful moments in my entire life was with Lauren leading a meditation. We were at the imperfect boss camp. And so a gathering of a hundred incredible, amazing women and Lauren led us on our opening meditation. It's like our very first group activity we're all doing together and hearing and feeling the energy of a room full of amazing and powerful women, hearing them inhale and then exhale, I mean, I spontaneously burst into tears because it was so powerful and so beautiful. Oh, mm. it was incredible. Oh, I love knowing that. I didn't know that, Allie. <laughs> it's just, I think it's part of the power and the beauty of the work that you do. Mm. And I would love for you to share a little bit more about, well, one, who you are and what mm. you do, but also why you're passionate about this work. Yeah. Who am I? It's such a loaded question. I know, right? <laughs> which, which part of my personality would we like to dive into today? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I am Lauren. Um, yeah, oh, I just feel so grateful to be here with you and everyone listening right now, too. Um, so my work is founded in the truth that we all have a powerful inner knowing and access to that powerful inner knowing within us. The answers to every question that we are searching for can be found within us. I think that we, I know for myself personally, I spent um, a large majority of my life looking for the answers outside of me um, and looking for the validation for my own answers um, outside of me as well. And I have found that when we tap into our powerful inner knowing, our intuition, our entire life begins to change and shift from the inside out, minded. And because of my own personal journey through finding my intuition, I can remember the first time I heard like intuition and I was like, what is this thing? I've never even heard of this before. <laughs> um and really started practicing tuning into that. And at first it felt so strange. Like, what am I even doing? And where is this voice coming from? And what, what is this? I didn't really know like what was happening, but I knew that it felt so good. And the answers that I would find within myself were always like the most loving, gentle, expansive, incredible, truth-filled answers that I could find. Like they always filled me in a way um, 
the answers outside of me just couldn't. And so I just started playing around and practicing with it even more. Like, I don't know where this is coming and coming from, but I need more of it. And the more that I did, the more amazed I became by this connection and I started sharing it and it became my work. And then the more amazed I continue to become every day when I see other women tapping into their own inner knowing and the answers that come from that place are just, I use the word magical and I really mean it. They are seemingly magical and the experience is seemingly magical. Um, So yeah, my work centers around connecting with your intuition and also tapping into the power of our mind and our brain to connect with our intuition more deeply. Because for a very long time, when I first started connecting with my own intuition, one of the big things that got in the way of it was my own thoughts and beliefs um, that seemed to be in contradiction or like in contrast with what the answers inside of me were telling me. Um, and so now I help with women, I help women to align with their own intuitive knowing and then get clear on what if anything is getting in the way of us acting from that place of us truly like living from that belief that is aligned with the truth of our soul and helping work with the power of our mind and our brain, which is this powerful supercomputer within us. Um, to actually release whatever may be getting in the way so that we can continue forward. Align with that inner knowing. Oh, I love all of that. And also it resonates so much when you talked about seeking validation outside Mm. and then also the, you know, our stupid human lizard brains Mm -hmm. (laughs) tend to get in the way there is something so and I'll use your word too because I do feel like it's just this magical inner knowing that's so intrinsically ours and unique Mm -hmm. like that comes from somewhere and I Mm -hmm. know I'm definitely a person that has struggled so much of my life with even knowing what my tuition was or recognizing it and then learning how to tap into that. And I'm wondering what you find the biggest obstacles for people to be when they start that work of tapping into their own intuition. Mm -hmm. Aside from the thoughts and beliefs, which we all have, I still do, right? Like I'm, I'm still working with them all the time. I think the biggest obstacle is this need or belief that there's a need to move at a thousand miles an hour all of the time because in order to really, (laughs) yeah, like so many of us are are living that life. And even like, here we are in a global pandemic. There's only so, there's only so many places you can go and so much that you can do. Right. And yet how fast are you moving through your life and your day within your own home? Right. How much space are you really creating to slow down and be with yourself? How much space are you really creating to tune in to that inner knowing, to be in silence with yourself, whether it's in meditation or in journaling? Um, And I often find that that time is very non-existent (laughs) Um, for for a lot of humans, women especially, Um, not just women especially, but really all humans. Um, And it's in that time when we create that space that we're able to tune in and connect with our intuition So I find that to be one of the biggest initial barriers. Like we have to slow down in order to tune in to that inner knowing. Oh, I think that's so true. And it's such a powerful testament to kind of the society that we live in and just kind of 
what we feel our obligations are. Mm. I mean, I think you could ask most any person when they have time to meditate or some time that they can take for themselves or that sort of thing. And the majority of people would say, I just don't have time. Mm -hmm. But I have watched you seamlessly integrate this work into your everyday life. Can you speak a little bit to like, just what are some starting points for people that are one, maybe feeling like they don't have the time to meditate or, or take that time for themselves, but also the small ways that they can start tapping into their intuition. Totally. And oh my gosh, I love that you asked this Allie, because another huge misconception about meditation is that you must be able to sit down and meditate for an extended period of time, right? That like in order to meditate, it must be for 30 minutes or an hour or even 20 minutes or even 10 minutes. And that's just not true. Especially if, if you are starting from a place of not having that practice of slowing down and tuning in with yourself, that is like driving in a car at a hundred miles per hour and slamming on the brakes which can be incredibly disorienting to yourself. So my invitation is always to start small. When I was first beginning this, I was am tuning into my intuition more regularly and also meditating. Meditation was so difficult for me, which is so <laughs> funny to me now because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is part of what I teach. And I can remember when I first started meditating, I had like all of the apps downloaded and I would sit upstairs, like my back against the wall, trying to sit up straight to meditate. And it was like one of the most difficult things in the world. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. If that's you, I see you, I hear you. Trust me, things can change. But where I started was I started really small. So I started with only like one minute at a time. And I actually started doing this before I would get out of bed in the morning because I was dealing with a lot of anxiety at this point in my life on the verge of panic attacks, a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm. And so I was using it as a tool to really help me survive. So I would just grab my phone. I would set a timer for one minute. I would close my eyes, place one hand on my belly, place the other hand on my chest, which if you're listening to this is also just a really, it's helping you connect with your body, right? Your body's not just sitting there breathing on its own. You're placing your hands on these tender places, comforting yourself. And I would just breathe and I would let my hands rise and fall with my breath for one minute. And then I started doing it for three minutes and then I got up to five. Five was the max that I would do this for initially. And those few minutes in the morning of just putting my hands on my belly and my chest and breathing, I am telling you that it changed my life. It is <laughs> such a small thing. And yet I started experiencing less anxiety. I started being able to manage how I was feeling throughout the day more. I started feeling so much more connected to myself and tuned in. So I would invite you, that's, that's a really simple way to start small. And even if you don't do it first thing in the morning before getting out of bed, can you create space to set a timer for one minute for yourself at some point throughout the day, place a hand on your belly, a hand on your chest and just breathe. Um, 
I love that it started so simple for you mm-hmm. because I think that's such a realistic way to begin this process. Because like you said, if we are caught up and wrapped up and used to a life that is constantly on the go, and then we try to all of a sudden pause, Mm -hmm. it is so disorienting and you don't get that positive result Mm -hmm. if you're feeling discombobulated and like, what am I even doing and that sort of thing? And it's not going to encourage you to continue on. I love that it's just, I mean, all of us have one minute that we can take to focus on our bodies, our breath, ourselves, you know, even just checking in, it really can make all the difference. I know I've experienced that. You've definitely experienced that. It's just such a transformative, small thing that can make a huge world of difference. Totally. Totally. And it's, it's in that space that we're cultivating self-trust with ourselves. If, if we know that we can commit to doing this one minute a day for ourselves, and it's a commitment that we're able to keep to ourselves rather than setting some commitment, like 20 minutes of meditation that feels really unattainable, right? Or yeah. we don't feel capable of maintaining it. Like when we set something small for ourselves, when we start small in doing that, we cultivate trust with ourselves. Well, Lauren, is there something that has always been where you've been a little tied into being a little more mindful or aware, or has this just been a transformative journey, you know, that has just been in recent years? I mean, was this what you're doing now? Was this what you always thought you were going to be doing? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With that being said, I always when I was a kid, like young Lauren envisioned herself being a teacher. And for young Lauren, teaching looks like teaching children in a school. That was all that I knew of teaching, right? We now know, like, I now realize that there are lots of different ways to teach. I teach through my work. Um, But no, this, even when I go back, (laughs) Hallie, and like listen or read things that I shared in previous businesses, I'm like, wow, I've always been interested in personal growth. I have always felt so called to my own journey of growth and expansion. Mm. However, that has evolved a lot over the last decade. Like the growth that I was leaning into and um, was aware of a decade ago looked really different than today. It was much more tuned into this like hustle mentality and how much can I work and how little can I sleep because that's what I should be doing and how much money can I make? It's not about, it wasn't about how I felt. It wasn't about how connected to my own inner knowing I was at that time. So that I would say is, is not something I always saw myself doing. It, it sort of evolved out of my own you know, journey down the personal growth path. Oh my gosh. I resonate with so much of that. And I'm wondering, was there one specific thing that kind of fueled the passion to explore that or learn more about it? Or was it just kind of a gentle unfolding that this kind of came into place? Mm, That is such a good question. And I don't, 
I don't know that there was any one thing that spurred me going down this path specifically within personal growth. I honestly think it was the culmination of so many little things, right? So trying to build several businesses from more of that hustle mentality and feeling so burnt out, feeling so sick and tired of trying to do things the way people were saying I should do them, even if it didn't feel like what I thought I should be doing and it not working, but not knowing how to look within and find the answers myself, but just feeling this sense of like, I'm so tired of this. Like I feel so burnt out. This isn't sustainable. Like I know there has to be another way that, and I was lucky enough to like, find myself in the path of teachers who were teaching this, right? Like, again, the first teacher that I ever um, learned about intuition from was Jess Lively. And I had followed her podcast through a lot of my business journey. She wasn't talking about intuition initially. However, later in her journey, she started talking about that. And so I was lucky enough to have been following her and to be able to hear someone else talking about there being this different way to do things, to live, to experience, to be. Um, And so, yeah, that, I think there was a lot of things that really led to me choosing to go down this path. Oh, I love that. And I feel like I resonate with a lot of that, especially in, you know, part of my passion is helping women build more creative and intentional lives. And I don't mean intentional in the kind of what we visually think of with the intentional or slow living movement or lifestyle. I want to be able to encourage people to make their own real lives intentional. And I feel like you have this really beautiful way of weaving in moments of intention and mindfulness into real life. It doesn't have to be a you know, I can only meditate if it's for 30 minutes on a Buddha cushion with a candle, with this music <laughs> playing, <laughs> you know, it's meditation and connecting with your intuition for real life. Mm. So I would love to know some of the ways that you incorporate that just into your daily life and mm-hmm. who you are as a person and just your everyday run of the mill life. Yeah. So it depends on the day. I will share with you the different ways that are my favorite ways to tune into my intuition um, and slow down and do that intentionally. Um, But each day is different. And I think this speaks to what you were just talking about, right? I don't, I find that when we try to fence ourselves into the specific morning ritual or these three things that we must do every day, those eventually evolve and change. And so really having this magical toolbox, like if you imagine like a kid's toy chest, you can open, right? And it's like all of these different tools and ways that you can tune into your own intuition and connect with yourself um, and getting to like tune into like what feels most exciting today? Like what is my soul craving today? That's really how I treat my days now. So meditation is something I do every single day. I meditate for anywhere between five to 20 minutes. So some days, especially, I normally try to meditate intentionally during a portion of my day, just because I know how impactful that is for me. Um, I also will meditate anytime I notice that I'm feeling overwhelmed 
or I'm feeling stressed or my energy is just feeling like all discombobulated, right? If I'm having like, if I'm feeling doubt or fear creeping in, I always like, I'm going to step away from my work and I'm going to go meditate. Um, so meditation is one of my daily practices. I love journaling to connect with my intuition. There is so much that we can tap into and connect with and process through journaling. It's just such a powerful modality. So I love journaling um, and channeling my intuition through that. Um, another way that I love connecting with my intuition, that's really fun. I actually haven't done this in quite a while because I often do it when I'm driving and haven't had a lot of places to drive to over the past few months. <laughs> um, but I will do voice journaling. So rather than channeling my intuition, like as I'm writing in a journal, if I'm driving, I find that when I'm driving, it's this like amazing time when my brain can disconnect. There's nothing for me to do, right? I'm not looking at my desk like, oh my gosh, I have this stuff to clean up. Or I'm not looking at the kitchen and there's dishes that are messy. Like I'm just in a car driving somewhere with a clear destination. And so I often like feel this like intuitive tug to tap in in those moments. And so I will use the voice memo on my phone um, to connect with myself and my intuition. Um, and yeah, the other tool that I use again to slow down because I often, if I'm finding myself in a space of overwhelm and I'm wanting to slow down and connect with myself, there's often, I'm having what I call like a thoughts swirl, right? Like a tornado of thoughts that are just going on in my mind. And so I use conscious breathing a lot, which helps me like, like release that energy, get things moving and slow me down. Um, yeah, those are, those are my main ways. I love that you have these kind of built-in tools that you can use because I, I feel like that's applicable for every person. Mm -hmm. it, what, what works for you may not work for the next person, but if you kind of build this arsenal of things that you can go to. Mm -hmm. So I want to tie this into your post that you just did on Instagram today because mm. it was so refreshing to hear you kind of explain this in real time. And I think that it speaks to the transformative power of this work mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit how you well one how you recognize what you were feeling and then how you made that shift I'll just let you let you tell the tale totally I will I would love to tell about my day also before I do I just as I finish talking another way I love tapping into my intuition is with oracle cards so oh, I find yes. that to be a very fun playful way to connect with my intuition. <laughs> so I wanted to That's make sure fantastic. I shared that. <laughs> yes. Um, so today, yeah. So what I shared on my Instagram post is um, I woke up this morning and it was just one of those mornings where I opened my eyes and I was in such a good mood. I've been working on this project for the past few weeks. And so I was in bed and like writing, like I had one of those moments last night where all of this the ideas were flowing. And so I kind of went to bed with that energy and I woke up with that same energy where I was just feeling so excited and inspired and that calm, peaceful feeling. Um, so yeah, I started my day in that energy. And then as I continued to move through my day, at some point things shifted. And here's the thing. I wasn't aware of when things shifted. And I, it's important to say that I'm still not aware of when things shifted and that doesn't matter. 
So I'll, I'll come back to like why that doesn't matter, but it feels important to say that things shifted at some point. I wasn't aware of when they shifted. Um, I went out for a walk with my husband and we were walking and we were talking and he said something and I was like, yeah, I, I'm just in a mood. Like I was, I was noticing, I was just feeling really irritated. And as soon as I said that, I was like, Oh, I am like, what's, what's happening? Like, as soon as I said, I'm in a mood, I brought conscious awareness to what, what was happening and what I was experiencing. And I realized as I started getting curious, I'm like, okay, what's, what's really happening? Because it'd be really easy for me right now to say I'm just in a mood and to just go about my day or to just go grab my phone and watch TikTok videos and numb whatever is coming up here. But instead I started getting curious and just doing some self-inquiry. Like, why am I in a mood? What am I feeling right now? Like, what am I feeling right now in this moment? And I realized I was like, all this doubt was creeping in. I've been working on the same project. And for whatever reason, all this doubt started creeping in. And so then I started to feel bad about myself. And then all of these like doubt-filled thoughts, you can't do this. This isn't good enough, started to like pop in. And my energy had totally shifted. So what I did was I have learned that in the past, Lauren years ago in the hustle mentality would have been like, push through, keep going. Like you've got a, you've got something to prove. Um, instead, I know now that my greatest moments of productivity and creativity and like that, like fire pouring out of me happen when I am aligned, when I'm in my power and in my purpose, when I'm connected to my own inner knowing. So I do not push through those ever anymore. Um, and instead, I slowed down, I laid down, I meditated for 10 minutes, and then I got up and I did some EFT, emotional freedom technique, or tapping around a belief. I got curious, like, what is a belief that's driving this mood that I was in, right, that was driving that doubt? So I got really clear on that belief, and then I used EFT to tap and release that, and I felt like an entirely different person afterwards. Like, I was just filled with this inspiration and this fire and this energy again. And um, one of the other things I had shared about in my post is how we are spiritual beings having this human experience and everything is energy. We are energy. Every thought that you think, every belief that you experience, every feeling that you feel, every emotion within your body is carrying with it its own energetic imprint as well. And so energy within our bodies can sometimes get stuck or blocked. And when we're present with ourselves and we have the tools, we can actually create space to tune in, get really curious rather than numbing or avoiding what's really happening and use those tools to help us be present with what's present in our bodies and then release it so that we can be, become more aligned um, and in our power. Oh, that is so powerful. And I did want to mention another thing that you said in your post was, or acknowledged, which mm -hmm. I loved, was, you know, I have this choice right now. Mm. I can stay in this icky feeling mood, or you can get curious and mm -hmm. look into what's really happening where that is coming from. I love that you kind of clarified, like I had a choice in this moment and then you took action mm. to 
explore and really see what was at the root of that. Because mm-hmm. I think so often we can get so caught up in the busyness of life. We just accept a mood or feeling irritable or feeling off as just being okay. And really, I think it beautifully ties into your intuition is telling you something is unsettled or not right or needs attention. Um, You know, there is just this deep knowing within us when something is not in alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At the core of the work that I do is really attuning to the truth of your experience in this moment. Because the truth of your experience in this moment is your truth for a reason. It is pointing you in an important direction. It is asking you to be present. It is asking you, like, notice me, right? Like, I need to, I, I, I need to be noticed and seen and heard. And ne- I'm always so amazed and honored um, when I'm with clients, working with clients one-on-one, and we're doing this work to really get curious about the truth of their experience in that moment. And whatever it was, let's say it's doubt or fear or grief that they're tapping into, there's this initial reaction that they share with me later where it's like, that felt so big before we went there. Like I I almost didn't want to go there because it felt so big. It felt so scary. It just felt like I just wanted to avoid it. But when we went there, I realized it just needed to be seen. Like it just needed to be seeing an experience. And when we see an experience, like when we create the space to get curious and really see and experience the truth of our experience in any given moment, it's the most powerful, incredible experience because when we finally do that, we can move through it. Well, and that work in general is so transformative. I'm Mm -hmm. going to share with the listeners. I mean, I worked with Lauren one-on-one. I won a session with her and I have seen firsthand how transformative that work can be. And I was totally one of those people. We talked a lot about, um, I am one of those people. And I think Brene Brown has talked about it, um, you know, in great lengths where our brains jump to um, worst case scenario. I find, I mean, I can be driving and I'm thinking all these wonderful things or thinking about an art project. And then suddenly there's this horrific thought of like imminent danger or, you know, our brains just kind of make up these scenarios. And working with you, I tapped specifically into that to try to pull myself out and recognize when that happens and oh my gosh, that work, I mean, since, since that time, I have totally reframed that thinking and visualizing what, what that sudden message or thought or sort of thing is trying to tell me. And I have been able to kind of talk directly to that fear. Really, it's just our brain. It wants to protect us from every situation that may happen And there's infinite possibilities, right? Mm, (laughs) So mm -hmm. it's just trying to say, hey, what are we going to do in this situation? Or what would we do if that happened? And it's, you know, 99.999% of the time, those things would never happen. But our brains are trying to prepare us for what would we do in this situation? 
Mm. And I have just seen firsthand how transformative that can be. And I'm wondering if you can share some of the ways that you have seen transformation either in your own life or with the women that you've worked with. Um, in, and it doesn't have to be a specific topic that they've had transformation around, but just the ways that you have seen in your own life or working with others, how their life has been transformed by this work. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, where do I begin? Well, I'll share one of my own stories. Um, first in, in doing this work, I, especially early on, there was just so much doubt that I had shared again, after spending years looking outside of myself for the answers, when you first begin to tap in, I realized how many beliefs were actually standing in the way of me acting on my inner knowing. It's one thing to know like, oh my gosh, this is what feels right for me. It's an entirely different thing to act on that. Um, It's one thing to like tune into your intuition and receive guidance. It's another thing entirely to act on that in your life. And so for me, I... Lauren a year ago is so dear to me and she also feels like a totally different person. Um, in just a year's time, this time last year, I was, I was still showing up, but I was so scared. I was sharing from this place of fear and doubt. I was so attached to external validation that it felt terrifying and almost impossible to imagine showing up and sharing and teaching from a place of my own knowing and trusting myself and my own knowing and wisdom without having that external validation, which in order to show up and lead, to be the leaders that we are in the world, to share our truths with the world, we first must share them. And we have to move from a place of our own inner knowing and that internal validation versus external validation. Um, So that has just been a huge, huge shift for me Um, in terms of how I show up um, and my willingness to lean into the discomfort, my willingness to get it wrong, um, being okay with getting it wrong because I, I, I know I know that it's okay. I know that it's this learning process that as I get it wrong, I'm actually leaning into and learning how to get it right. Um, So I have just leaned into this newfound confidence in sharing um, and sharing openly and leading from that place. Um, I think that's such a beautiful parallel to life in general, mm, mm -hmm, leaning mm -hmm. into the discomfort, being Mm -hmm. okay with getting it wrong because we're all just figuring it out as we Mm -hmm. go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that, that has, I'm, I'm talking about it in the framework of my business, but even in my personal relationships and my relationship with my husband, I've had conversations over the past year that I never thought I would ever be able to have being able to lean into that discomfort and trust myself and trust those intuitive tugs has just, it's transformed everything. (laughs) And I, I say that and like, it is as far from hyperbolic as possible. My entire life is, is so different from in, from the inside out, right? Like so much of the external life looks the same. And yet I, I will never look at my life the same again. Um, 
I love that. I love yeah. that. That's so powerful. And it's such a testament to the work that you do. Mm. And just this, I see it ooze from you. I mean, mm. I see it ooze out of you in person. And I see it ooze through the work that you do, what you post online, the incredible work that you do with women. And, you know, I want everybody to have that chance to get to know their intuition, like mm. realize that it's there. There is such an innate wisdom in all of us. And to be able to tap into that and to recognize it and to honor it. Um, I would love for you to share where people can find you so that they can glean more of your wisdom and so they can see your offerings that you have. I mean, if, if anyone has the opportunity to work with you, I say, please do it because you mm. will be changed for sure. Oh, thank you, love. Um, yeah, there's main, like two main places that you can find me on. I'm on Instagram. Um, at Lauren Frontiera, so just my name, and then my website, which is laurenfrontiera.com. Oh, people, check her out. Her work <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> oh, thank you, love. Oh, thank you so much for your time today, Lauren. I, I seriously wish that we were having this conversation over a cup of tea and not long distance. Mm. That sounds so delightful. I know. Doesn't it sound amazing? But, you know, it is what it is. And so we'll we'll make do with what we have. But I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your time today and the wisdom that you have so graciously shared. I hope that it will make an impact in people's lives and they'll, they'll realize that this work is so much more simple than we tend to believe that it is and that it really can fit into our normal, regular, everyday lives, but that it can be transformative and that we can be better people because of this work. Yes, yes, yes. yes so much truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Mm, beautiful thank you so much Allie thank you friends oh friends that was such a pleasure I I just hope that you were so inspired by that and I hope that you feel even more confident in adding some meditation to your life I know I definitely do And I feel like Lauren is so full of wisdom and I'm just so happy that she shared so many great ways to include meditation and tapping into our intuition, just into our regular everyday lives. So here are a few of my takeaways from our incredible conversation today. Number one, beginning the process of meditating or tapping into our intuition is actually so much easier than we think. And number two, if you're feeling overwhelmed at the idea of meditating, remember all it takes is one minute. So don't worry about doing everything perfectly or jumping into a full meditation practice. Start small with just one minute, and if and when you feel comfortable, you can do more from there. Number three, remember, you already have everything you need within you. Tapping into and nurturing your intuition will help guide you when you feel overwhelmed or uncertain. 
And number four, developing go-to strategies to recenter ourselves is really essential in creating an intentional relationship with our hearts and connecting with our intuition. So think of some of the tools Lauren mentioned, like EFT or tapping and journaling. I'll definitely be using more voice journaling in the future. I think that is such a great idea. A huge thank you to Lauren for your time today and for so graciously sharing your wisdom. You are a magical human being, and I am so thankful for you. Okay, friends, make sure to check out seekandbe.com forward slash episode seven for everything about today's show, from show notes, where to find Lauren and the incredible work that she's doing, as well as an exclusive resource I made inspired by our conversation today. Again, that's seekandbe.com forward slash episode and the number seven. Now, you didn't think I'd go a whole show without a dad joke, did you? You know what that means. It's time for dad joke of the day. Do you know what time the man went to the dentist? He went at tooth hurdy. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something new or found a bit of inspiration. At the very least, I hope you had a little fun. For an extra dose of inspiration, make sure to check out seekandbe.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-D-B-E.com. It's a very special place I've created just for you, full of free resources and other beautiful things to help encourage you on your journey. If you're looking for connection, don't forget to check out the Seek and Be community on Instagram. It's a lovely and inspiring place. Find us on Instagram at Seek and Be. We'd love to have you. And don't forget, you can always get in touch by email at hello at seekandbe.com. Send me your favorite dad joke or share what's inspiring you these days or just pop in and say hello. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, friends, remember that I'm cheering you on and I'm sending you so much love. Now, go out there into the world and seek inspiration and be inspiration. <laughs> <laughs>